0: Hey guys, welcome to episode three of the wild, crazy, beautiful podcast series with myself, Aisha Woods Hillary. Um, listen, I am excited about what we will get into and um, have the opportunity to kind of explore a little bit. Something that God dropped in my spirit and um, I just want to share it. This, this, this this word just hit me. Okay. Um, and I think it's because when I consider how fickle we can be as believers, like our minds change, don't they? (laughs) Our hearts change, our feelings change, our ideas change, our notions change. Even physically we change. Like, I'm in my 40s, right? And um, it's it's never been more of a reality. As time goes on and as life is lived. Change, when it's all said and done, change is inevitable. Isn't it? Our perspectives change. Our desires change. Like, my husband can tell you. Uh, I'd be like, baby, I really am feeling this... Uh, This car or or this color or, you know, and then three months from now, I'm like, oh, I don't like that so much. (laughs) But our perspectives change, our desires change, even our needs change. If we're perfectly honest, our dreams change, our hopes change, our situations change, our circumstances change. Should our responsibilities change, our roles change, our expectations change? Everything changes. Is it a condition of humanity? I don't know. I said that we can be fickle, but is change a bad thing? Is it a good thing? I mean, I suppose it can be both depending on what it leads to and the results one thing about change it is obvious like we can sense it can't we (laughs) we can feel it like we know when it's happening so we can oppose it or we can welcome it whatever we do with it we do experience it nonetheless times change seasons change so it makes me wonder right If everything about this life and living it involves change, and I mean everything, what was God specifically speaking about when he said in his word, I am the Lord thy God. I change not. And we were created in his image and after his likeness, right? Let's look at it in context. And it's in Malachi, the the third chapter. That's the, the last book just before uh, the New Testament. The children of Israel, like time and time again, they turned away from God, right? They, they followed after false gods. They worshiped false gods. They pursued other gods. And God was reminding them of the fact that he is the one and only true god like he never ceases to exist he was is and will forever be for us it's crazy because we'll when we think about it like we need him today right so we seek him oh god I, uh uh I've, I've got this issue i got this problem god i've you know, all of this, we, we seek him today and then soon after, when he changes our situation and in our minds answers our prayers, all of a sudden we don't need him like we did and we change. We don't pray like we used to. We don't sacrifice like we used to. We don't fast like we used to because things changed. Glory, we're peeling back some layers so that God can help us. The question is, can we stand the purge? Can we stand the cleaning, the purifying? Let's look at, at Malachi, the third chapter, the second verse. Who can endure the day of his coming? <laughs> and who can stand when he appears? For he is like a refiner's fire and like launderer's soap. <laughs> That's the New King James Version. But I want you to check this out in the Message Version. And I don't know, for a long time, I was just like, the Message is um, is a little extra for me. But uh, it has helped me uh, <laughs> on numerous occasions. So I, I can't knock it. But the Message Version, uh, Malachi 3, verses 3 through 4, it says this, 2 to 4, I'm sorry. But who will be able to stand up to that coming. Who can survive his appearance? He'll be like a white hot fire from the smelter's furnace. He'll be like the strongest lye soap at the laundry. He'll take his place as a refiner of silver and a cleanser of dirty clothes. He'll scrub the Levite priests clean, refine them like gold and silver Until they're fit for God, fit to present offerings of righteousness. Then and only then will Judah and Jerusalem be fit and pleasing to God. As they used to be in the years long ago. So God is wanting to to have some change take place in their lives. So that he can use them for his glory. He said, then and only then will Judah and Jerusalem be fit and pleasing to God as they used to be in the years long ago. So what happened? Is it just me? Something happened. What changed? Because God certainly did not. God never changed. Who he is will never change. His love for us, (laughs) it won't change. See, we go astray, right? We leave. The Israelites left, they changed. They were fickle, they went back and forth. For generations, look, he said, yet, yet from the days of your fathers, you have gone away from my ordinances, right, and have not kept them. Return to me. What does that, what does that say to you? Something's got to give, something's got to change, right? Right? Return to me and I will return to you, says the Lord of hosts. Okay, I don't know about y'all, but uh, I'm getting excited because his word is quick and it's powerful and it's alive and it's sharper than any double edged sword. And it's dividing asunder soul, spirit, joint, marrow, man, it's judging the very intent of my heart, of your heart. Return to me and I will return to you. Some changes are happening. Some changes have to take place, says the Lord of hosts. I am the Lord, your God. I don't change. You know what this means? It simply means I'll never stop being the God that I have always been. I'm the Lord, your God. I don't change. It simply means I'll never stop being the God that I have always been. Revelations tells us to return to our first love. Who is our first love? The first love is the one who has never, ever stopped loving us. Does God ever change his mind about anything? Think about the scripture, right? Even the prophets all throughout the scripture, they were asked to inquire of the Lord as to if he'd change his mind concerning judgments against the people. Their prayer was see if God will have mercy on us, on us, see if see if he'll change his mind. The truth is, if God didn't change his mind, we'd all be lost. Hallelujah. The Bible says, while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us in our dirt. While we were still living foul. While we were still empty and, and lost without Him. While we were undone and wretched. He didn't change. Christ died for us while we were yet sinners. He has always been merciful. Hallelujah. He has always been loving. Thank you, Jesus. He has always been faithful faithful. He has always been a deliverer. That didn't change. That won't ever change. He has and still does love us with an everlasting love. Everlasting is infinite. It does not change. He has always been holy. He has always been worthy of our worship. He has always been a great, mighty king. He has always been awesome. He will always be great and mighty. Who God is will never change. I'm going to say that again. Who God is will never change. I am the Lord your God. I change not. Who God is will never change. Think about it. Your situation can change tomorrow. Or today for that matter. Your circumstances can change today. How you feel right now can change. The condition you have. It can be changed right now. You can be changed from sick to healed. You can be delivered now. You can be changed from lost to found. You can be changed, hallelujah, from brokenness to being made whole. You can be changed from victim to victor. Even in this moment, you can be changed from defeat to one who overcomes. You can be transformed from a state of depression to having joy unspeakable and full of glory. You can exchange your chaos for peace that doesn't even make sense. If anyone is in Christ, the Bible says, if anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation. Change happens. One thing that God spoke to me and told me years ago, he said, my voice, my voice evokes change. And why is it that we can have change? Simply because who God is will never change. I am the Lord your God. I change not.